You are listening. You are listening. You are listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. 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 Classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Elsewhere Classified podcast. It's good to be back. It's June, by the way. Very hot. I have a fan in the background, so if you hear it, I'm going to try as, as best as I can to speak directly into the microphone so that way you don't hear it in the, in the background. Uh, it's been hot lately here in uh, Central Florida, uh, so my office does not have a ceiling fan, so I had to go buy a tower fan to cool things off. So, um, yes, summer is not exactly here yet, but it sure does feel like it down here. Anyways, again, welcome to the podcast. For those that are listening for the first time, I do want to welcome you to our podcast. Make sure to listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuned In, Google Play. I don't know where else we are. Uh, oh, also Spotify. Uh, I believe also due to our platform that we upload we may also move into other platforms as well. But based on the data that I see, a lot of you are on iTunes. So if you're on iTunes or Google Podcasts, since I heard iTunes is being uh, phased out by Apple, uh, so now it's Apple Podcasts. So if you are there, I would love your feedback. Please make sure to leave us a rating and a review. It gives me an idea of how... Uh, or what do you guys think about the podcast? You know, and the people that I meet uh, in the speaking engagements, which I'll talk about in a second, uh, they tell me they love the podcast, but I would love to see it because uh, for me as an educator, as somebody who engages out there with the audience, I would love to hear your feedback. So again, go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, leave a rating, hopefully a five star. If not, uh, I'm, I'm welcome to the feedback. All right, so back to the podcast. Uh, it's been a busy schedule, especially for June. Just got back from the ACDIS, ugh, ACDI, uh, ACDIS conference. I'm sorry. Um, I think the last time we talked about it, it was about, uh, again, last month. Uh, I had talked about that I was going. Uh, just to give you an idea of how it went, it went wonderful. Uh, which I'm going to talk about in a second about conferences, because the last one before, the last conference that I had attended was the HealthCon conference, right? So uh, in speaking with that, I had, I was a vendor uh, with Compliant Coding Systems, but now with the ACDIS conference, I'm back to being a speaker again, a speaker again but this was a national conference. So uh, this was my first national speaking event, so which means that I am, I guess, technically a national speaker, right? With <laughs> with that with that one uh, session. Um, so that week, uh, the last week in May, I believe, uh, was the ACDIS conference. That same week was also May Mania. I was invited to the Greater Orlando AAPC chapter. Uh, big shout out to them uh, to talk about the CDI mindset. Um, I am also was invited to go to Naples, I think about 
two, no, it was last, was it last weekend? Yes, last weekend I was invited to go down to Naples, wonderful area in southwest Florida. If you guys go over there, it's uh, beautiful beaches, wonderful houses. Oh my gosh, I can't even afford those houses that they have along the beach. Um, but also, um, I think in the it's, the hospital was the Naples. It was called Naples Community Hospital. Uh, they have a wonderful garden, uh, which I took a lot of pictures of, which I have posted on our Facebook page, which is you can find us at Medical Coding Geeks. I'm sorry, Medical Coding Geek on our Facebook page, and I also mentioned our Medical Coding Geeks. Uh, Facebook group, which, by the way, has reached over 9,000 members, which is a great accomplishment. Uh, Thinking of how it started four years ago from a platform just to answer questions. But now I tell a lot of people who who mention the groups, they say I'm in the group, uh, that it has been a beast that kind of snowballed on its own. So it's a great accomplishment. And I want to thank all of the 9,000 members, big shout out to you, uh, that are in our group. Um, upcoming sessions, I actually have one coming up next Tuesday, which is June 18th up in Portland, Maine. Again, I was ta- asked to talk up there virtually. So the last virtual session I had was in San Diego. This will be my second virtual session coming up in Portland, Maine. After that, I think I have another session coming up in July, which is in the works. Um, Then after that, I've been invited to, to the Coding Fiesta in Gainesville, Florida. And I think I have another one in November. Uh, coming up in, I believe, a virtual session in Texas. So yes, a very busy lineup. Again, if you need me to uh, be a speaker for your event, um, so far it's been CDI. So I could talk about a lot of things, clinical topics, coding topics, social media topics. Uh, One thing that's kind of I really want to talk about is LinkedIn. Uh, the algorithm associated with it, how you guys can leverage it, especially if you're just starting out in your career. So if you want to hear more on that, if you want to invite me to a session and have me give you the the lowdown on on how to work uh, social media, I, I'd be glad to do that. But other than that, if, if any sessions that require for inpatient, uh, clinical topics, CDI, just let me know. Uh, the email is bcui at medicalcodinggeek.com. You can go to medicalcodinggeek.com and go to the contact page. You can go to our Facebook page, Medical Coding Geek, and you can reach out to me there. All right. So the ACDIS conference, which is a national was a national conference that was held in the Gaylord Palms Resort in Kissimmee, Florida. Boy, it was hot that that week. Uh, I don't think it was raining at all. It was I was that period of when it was really hot for those two weeks, and I could tell because my grass was was shriveling up. But but now, as far as weather, we are receiving tons of rain. So uh, you you ask and you shall receive, right? So the conference was wonderful. My main objective, though, was to meet up with people who I have interviewed in the podcast. Uh, that included Brian Murphy, the ACDIS director. 
Dr. Terence Govender, uh, Vice President of Clin Intel. There was also um, Dr. Christian Zouane, who was our previous uh, episode from last time. Uh, and also, who else? I don't remember who else. Was it three or was it four? And I think that was it. Um, other than that, uh, the next objective was to meet people who uh, I had connected on LinkedIn who are CDI professionals, including uh, Tanai Nelson, uh, Brad Justice, um, James Barrett from Med Partners, and uh, Brad Justice was from Imagine. Uh, just to give you an idea, Brad Justice is, or hopefully I'm saying his name right, um, is a social media king i guess when you when you consider him in the him industry uh if you can go again to our facebook page and check out even the linkedin page i post a lot on linkedin uh the sheer size of the <laughs> of the man uh he's he's over six foot uh i'm only 5'11 and gosh every, at least everybody that i had connected with that were males in the industry were taller than me so i've kind of felt really small <laughs> small compared to everybody else i'm 511 to me which i think is tall but everybody in this at least from the people that i have connected with at this at the acdas conference who i took a picture with that was a male was taller than me which is to me like what happened <laughs> what's going on there anyway so there were other people that uh, i definitely had connected uh that love the podcast that are part of the medical coding geeks group um that was my main objective really was just to connect with them aside from speaking which was my second uh objective i was paired up with judy cassidy i used <laughs> Uh, in the session, I I I I, um, I pronounced her name incorrectly, and she corrected me during the session, which I guess was more of a communication point uh, in the session. So uh, Judy Cassidy uh, and I did a presentation on connecting with your physicians, but I think our biggest uh, takeaway was about making connections even before you can uh, make those communication points. There were lots of people there. Uh, afterwards, uh, there were people who came up to us and we talked about it. But I, I'm going to save all of that when I have Judy on the podcast. So I told her that she's going to be on the podcast. She told her um, colleagues that she's going to be on the podcast. So hopefully everybody listening uh, will expect that. So I have to get out to her, reach out to her and have her on the podcast. Um, aside from that, the objectives, meeting people, speaking. I think the, um, who else did I meet up? Alan Frady, uh, Dr. Hussein. I just don't want to make sure, I don't want to make sure, I, I don't want to miss anybody. Um, Melissa Varnavas, who was there at our, at our session. Uh, who else? If I missed anybody, I'm sorry, but that's that's the only thing I get to remember off the top of my head. Anyways, as far as objectives, uh Meeting people, speaking. Uh, the next one was really what's what's going on. Uh, of course, CEUs, right? So CEUs, they were given to me uh, in part of me doing a speaking session with them. So 
Yes, if you guys are wondering how to get how to get CEUs, speak. Uh, it's a great uh, opportunity for you. Uh, I've been invited to at least apply again uh, for next year in Vegas, so I'll, I'm looking forward to that. I think I have a topic brewing um, after attending the session. So during the session, the last objective for me. For of course CEUs, but there were so many sessions in that conference, it was hard to pick because really I chose sessions that I did not know about. But when I got there, I was, I don't want to say I was lost, but I wasn't connected to the material that was being presented or it was material that it didn't meet my expectation like what I thought it was supposed to be. It's like taking a class and it's titled one way and then you get in the class and you're like, that's not what I expect this class to be. But it's no, no nobody's fault. It's just me in terms of my preference. So there were even sessions that I, you know, I looked at. I'm like, I already know that. But the thing is that I would rather go to those sessions that uh, in terms of the topic that I already know about. Like, yeah, I already know about that. Uh, but I find going to sessions that you are proficient in, you have skill in, you have knowledge about, you go there because you want to see another way of thinking about the same topic that you do. So that's one of my suggestions. If you're looking at a conference and you're looking at the different tracks, I think you need to keep it simple. Don't go to I mean, don't listen to me. This is just my suggestion. So don't so don't say Brian told me so. Uh, but I would rather go to when I found that I had go to gone to sessions that I had no clue about or it was a topic that that piqued my interest, but it was not within my scope of knowledge or skill. I found it very difficult to try and and comprehend what they were saying. Not to say that, you know, it was uh, a waste of time. I think it just needed more. I need more time in that topic to truly appreciate and understand what they're coming from. Because a lot of the topics that they were presenting were more or less uh, data from some of the projects that they were doing at their facility. But the sessions, again, that I, I highly suggest are top are, are topics that you already know from people who are already in the field. And so you'll find that, number one, uh, you're getting information from another angle, from another professional. So there are some, I'm sure you're going to be like, yeah, I know that. Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. But maybe there's something that they could have given you, uh, a nugget of information like, oh, you know, and usually when I tell people, uh, when I um, educate people, normally or even coach people, it usually just take takes one piece of information to, I guess, to create a cascade of knowledge. Uh, for me, it was just some pieces of nuggets of information that I already had known. Um, other than that, uh, there was an actual session uh, that I did attend on purpose. Uh, because the topic was very similar to ours. And I do want to give out a shout out to Nicole Draper from Australia. She did a presentation on physician engagement. Um, I did it. I, I present. I wanted to go, of course, number one, meet her because she's from Australia. She flew, she flew in, I got was it 17 hours. So I wanted to make sure I, I um, make myself uh, connect with her uh, as a global audience. 
and also to listen to her her presentation which by the way was wonderful i liked her use of the of her presentation slides and all the icons and her flow and content was wonderful but really i wanted to listen what she had to say um and again i'll talk about it when we get judy on uh, the, the 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 objective for me was like I felt like our topics were very similar, but maybe there's something that I can say that she didn't say that I can add into our session, which, by the way, was the uh, last session of the last day. So it's, our session was like the send off before everybody got on their flights and head back home. Um. So, yes. So pick topics that you know about. And keep it simple. Keep it straight to within your uh, knowledge base. Now, what did I also want to talk about? Yes, so strategies. I think that was my my main uh, topic of the day is strategies for attending conferences. Because I know a lot of people on the Facebook groups they say, are conferences worth it? Or they will ask, how is it that I can get a job? You know, I can't find anybody. And one of the suggestions that I, the one word that I always say is network. Well, then the question is, well, how do you network? I said, well, you got to go out there. You can't network here on Facebook. You can't network on LinkedIn. You have to get out of your comfort zone and go out and meet people. That is the skill that most institutions, educational institutions will not, well, they just don't teach you. Uh, And it's up to you to figure that out. Now, yes, for me, it's, it, I, I didn't, I didn't figure it out until now. I mean, I've been in the industry since, gosh, when was my, my first job? My first job in healthcare was um, my first job in healthcare was in a skilled nursing facility for uh, an admissions clerk. That's when I just first started working in HIM. <coughs> and then up until now, uh, I I think it w- it took the ACDIS conference to kind of fig- to really f- also on top of that the HealthCon conference to truly appreciate what a conference really is. Uh, Aside from obtaining the CEUs, it should be the opportunity of meeting up other people around the nation, which is great. I think that is is something that um, that your investment in the conference will pay over and over again. All right, so I had to take a break and, and get some water, but I think, oh gosh, I totally forgot where I was. But in the meantime, uh, it may come to me uh, while I'm thinking about where I, where I last ended off um, to help support the podcast. Yes, uh, it does take some time uh, to do these episodes, to uh, record and uh, get guests on the website. I do all of the editing and production uh, to give you an idea it takes about eight to ten hours per episode if there is a guest uh, I have found <laughs> I've been recently finding that the episodes that I do on my own uh, they're very easy to edit but when it gets to uh, an actual guest it takes about at least on the interview side two hours uh, only because we have a 
a pre-discussion and then we do the interview and then uh, we have a post-interview discussion, just a lot of appreciation at the end and, and kind of like, you know, what's the feedback on the episode? Um, so, yes, the topic that I have just discussed has not come up to me. But in the meantime, yes, to support the podcast, uh, we have partnered up with companies such as the Haugen Consulting Group, uh, RadRx, Project Resume, uh, and so much more. But you can go to our website, medicalcodinggeek.com slash partners to see all of the companies that have joined up with us uh, to help market their business. Also, you can go to medicalcodinggeek.com slash promos to receive special pricing on services from some of these companies, including uh, the Haugen Consulting Group and also RadRx. All right, so I think I have an idea what I what I talked about last time, uh, or when I last uh, when I last uh, stopped was about conference strategies, right? So when we think about strategies, uh, I, I think I was giving you guys a little bit of a history lesson going back to two thousand and one when I first started. Oh yes, okay. So first started out as a as um as admissions coordinator for a nursing home. Uh, but it wasn't until my first conference. It was actually an AHIMA conference in San Francisco. I'd like to say the year was around 2002. It had to be 2002 because in 2003 I had graduated. Uh, so I was a student in the HIM program for Florida International University. My main objective, though, was was really... There was no, I really had no objective. Uh, the real goal was to get, uh, or in terms of the organization process, because I was the president of the uh, student, uh, the HIM Student Association for FIU. And one of my biggest, uh, I guess, objectives was to get students from Florida to California to attend the session. But since it was, it was our first session, our first conference, we really didn't know what to expect. Um, we definitely had met a lot of fellow students uh, in the session. We attended the uh, student sessions uh, that gave you know our perspective or ideas of or strategies on how to attend a conference. But when you're when you're just a student and you don't know the the industry jargon. It can be difficult. So I we found ourselves. I mean, I, I hate to say skipping some of the sessions because uh, some of the sessions we really didn't know about. Maybe because we didn't take a class yet. Um, and you know, well, yeah, we're from we're from Florida, going to California. Who doesn't want to go around San Francisco, <laughs> right? Um, so we spent uh, a greater time. Uh, just checking in, making sure we see our uh, program director. Uh, also meeting, I believe, some students from UCF, University of Central Florida. Um, and then just going out around the town in San Francisco. I remember going to Napa Valley and going to the Golden State Bridge uh, with our classmates. It, it was fun. Uh, as a student, I think it, it's a lot of fun when you go out there. Uh, just to get an idea of what what the what the scene looks like, not so much trying to obtain CEUs or doing any speaking events, 
you go there as a student just to really just to have fun and, and, and just to get an idea of what's going on. Um, it wasn't until I started, you know, I guess the next objective in my career path after I got my RHIA was to get CEUs. And the only way I knew to get CEUs was attending conferences, right? So the only conference that I was attending um, that gave me the bulk of my CEUs was attending state conferences. So I'm from Florida, so I've been going to the state association conferences every two years. Um, But it wasn't until, when was it, 2016 so to give you a time frame, Medical Coding Geek didn't really start until 2015. So since then, I've been attending conferences just to get CEUs. Uh, there was, to me, in terms of the networking scene, I there was no real, I guess, urge to do it because I was already working for a company that I felt was stable. And I felt like I, I, I'm not really going anywhere um, there's no need to go meet people. There's no really need to know who's who in the industry. There's no real need to go to the exhibit hall. I mean, I went to the exhibit hall to take all of the free, <laughs> to take all of the free stuff. Um, but that was it. I mean, that was it. If if you know, if you're looking to just get CEUs, um, you can get them anywhere else. But you know, after so many years of attending conferences and up until now. I think if you attend a conference just for CEUs, you're really, truly missing out on a lot of opportunities. Uh, if you're looking to spread your wings and, and, and fly, so to speak. So if you're going to, to really, to me, just looking back, I, I would not go just to get CEUs. If the idea of going to a conference requires, yes, getting CEUs, the CEUs is more like the is more like the the icing on the cake. The real objective to me is the networking, which I think a lot of people don't do. Um, when I went to HealthCon, I think as a as a vendor, which the objective as a vendor is to connect with as many people and draw them into uh, the company that you're representing. And so that to me, I think after doing that, it shifted my idea of how to approach if you are a non-vendor, if you're just a regular attendee. So the CEUs are great. I mean, you're you're just going to get them no matter what, right? Uh, no matter what session you go to, you're going to get them. You're going to get a cert, cert certificate uh, with all of the CEUs that you have. As long as you do the survey, you're fine. I mean, that's the easy part. The real challenge, I mean, a lot of people who go to conferences go there on their vacation. So if you're not really up to doing work per se in a conference, doing the networking part, then, I mean, I I totally understand. But the last two conferences, HealthCon and ACDIS, I had a true objective of meeting people, um, getting my name out there, uh, why? Because I have, you know, Medical Coding Geek and also I have a podcast. So I have something myself personally to promote, which going back to trying to get yourself out there, that 
to me is how you do it. You do it through conferences. Get a get a personal business card. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be linked up with a company. Just have your name, your email, your credentials. That's it. I think the best way of doing it is just pointing everything back to LinkedIn. Uh, if they can find you there, they can they can definitely connect with you there. So aside from attending this, you know, getting the CEUs, go out there, meet people, or at least when you're in the sessions, make it a point. If you felt that the speaker was very intriguing to you, um, if you have enough time before, you know, between sessions, go meet up with them and shake their hand and give them the immediate feedback they need. Uh, to me, because I, I am very feedback driven. So when people come to me, I totally appreciate it as a speaker because uh, it, it tells me that I at least connected with people out there. I understand people leaving. That's fine. They got stuff to do. But the people that I have touched in terms of relatability, uh, they will come up and they will connect with you. And you never know who are you going who you are going to connect with. At least from our, you know, my session, me and Judy's session, uh, we connected with a lot of people who are uh, managers, uh, directors, who are uh, regional managers. Can you believe that? Just me as a CDI specialist connecting with people who are at a higher level management, uh, appreciating the idea of a professional session about communication and connection. It's the same way with your sessions. So if you feel like, Hey, uh, I appreciate it. Go out there, shake their hand. And I think in in the age of social media, get a picture. Because I think (laughs) even though it may sound unprofessional, but it is what it is. You take the picture. I mean, these are people in the industry. You show them to your professional network that you uh, have connected with them. And I think it does a lot in terms of personal marketing. When you put a picture out there on social media, especially on LinkedIn, a lot of people complain about, oh, it's not Facebook. But really, if you treat it like a Facebook for the professional community, you'll you'll do a lot. And I found that when I had posted, you know, I, I do a lot of LinkedIn stuff, right? But it's not, I mean, the posts that I, if it's something about CDI, if it's something about something professional, I'll get a few likes. I monitor the insights. But when it's somebody, if it's a picture of 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 you and somebody else, people will um, appreciate it. You'll see the insights fly. Like, for example, uh, let's see, uh, Brad Justice. That's his name, Justice, Justice, right? Um, when I took a picture with him, I mean, you had to be there. I was really trying to jump into the frame uh, and we decided to, hey, let's post it on uh, LinkedIn. Let's see what it looks like. Uh, that picture in itself, let me see. Hold on. That picture in itself uh, provided about over 4,000 views, uh, about 101 likes, which to me is a lot uh, on LinkedIn, uh, considering the amount of people that uh, follow me. I have about over 3,000 followers on LinkedIn and about 4,000 people viewed it and 100 people and 100 people, at least over 100 people engaged with that post. So simple pictures like that. And I think I have found that LinkedIn is great uh, to leverage as a foundation base for 
to me, it's your virtual business card when you're out there. I'll just find me on LinkedIn. You'll find it. My last name is CUI. There's not too many people who are out there with, with CUI. So you'll find me, connect with me, and, and we'll, we'll move forward. So um, this, you know, just when you think about going there, Make sure you take a picture. Hey, can I take a picture with you? I think a lot of people who, the reason why I also created this podcast, when I connect with people, hey, I appreciate what you do. I think you, I find you interesting. Can you be on the podcast? It's the same way when you decide, hey, uh, let's take a picture. I think this is, you know, in the selfie age, this is something that to me is very important. Um, I like selfies, but I like to have people take full portraits, just if you're wondering. So, um, if you're out there and they're within a group or they're with another colleague, just say, hey, do you think your colleague could, could take a picture of us? And you'll get the full uh, head-to-toe picture. So I make it a point when I meet people uh, to take pictures with them or if, if I feel, you know, hey, yeah, that, that's great. Let's take a picture together uh, to commemorate the fact that we have met. We went from our place, our hometown, to this conference we have met Let's commemorate it by taking it a, taking a picture. So I think that's it to, to kind of sum up. If you're going to a conference, go there to meet people. That is it. Meet as many people as you can. Uh, get yourself known out there. But I think it's important if you have a product first. For me, it, it was great because I have a personal, well, yes, a podcast that I can promote. So if you have something, this goes back to my discussion about content creation, which I think will, you know, I've done a presentation uh, for two associations about that. So if you develop your own content, you put it on the internet, you, you know, you get published somewhere, that to me is your product. If you do enough promotion online, it will get noticed. So when you get to the conference, people will say, oh, you're that guy or you're that uh, lady from this article or you're from this podcast. Hey, I see you on, on LinkedIn a lot. A lot of people at the ACDIS conference were, were mentioning to me that they see a lot of my face on LinkedIn. Now you know why I take pictures of people in conferences or if I go to speaking engagements. Uh, just recently with the uh, Fort Myers chapter back in February, I started. Uh, I made to. I made sure to make a point or I make it an effort at the end of my session to make sure that I take a picture with all of the officers. So starting with Fort Myers back in February, I took a picture with them, which then kind of, which then led to the Orlando chapter. Uh, I take a picture with them. Uh, and then the Naples chapter, which I took a picture with them. So what do you do with that? Of course, is I, I'm, I know this is conference, but then it definitely it ties into there. So you take that picture, you promote it out, you put it on LinkedIn, you put it on Facebook. Hey, I was at this event or I was at this conference. I met these people, right? And it gets you noticed. That simple thing of just taking a picture gets you noticed. So next, when you go to future conferences and you continue that pathway of connecting and meeting with people, you'll get recognized. It may not be something big or humongous and you're not trying to, um, you know, you're not trying to make big changes, but small things that you do online will get you noticed. I think that's even though to me the spot the podcast has been great. 
but people say more importantly that I they see me on LinkedIn more than <laughs> more than anybody else because I make sure that I create content, I share my thoughts periodically, and I, I, I put a picture in there. So that is it for today's podcast. I do want to thank you guys for listening. Again, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review. You can find us on Facebook, Medical Coding Geeks. Uh, I'm sorry, Medical Coding Geek. You could find our Facebook group, Medical Coding Geeks. Uh, we also have the Clinical Documentation Improvement Network. We have the RHIT and RHIA exam support group. All of those Facebook groups are there, but you can find them all at medicalcodinggeek.com. Also, don't forget our partners. Go to medicalcodinggeek.com slash partners and also get special pricing and promotions by going to medicalcodinggeek.com slash promos. Medical Coding Geek.com.